Modern sports fans, um, this is just a, a short introduction for today's pod. Um, our pod was recorded last night uh, on Thursday, the 30th of March. And it was myself, Pete and Hoggy, the usual, the usual three. Um, obviously, we've woken up today and discovered that Angel Luthera has resigned from his position and um, issued a statement. We weren't really sure what to do with our pod, but we think it remains relevant and hopefully it gives you something to listen to on this day. Hope uh, everyone's well and you'll hear from us soon. Cheers. I missed there, boys. Just general chit chat, hog. You've not missed anything much, um, but uh, we're about four days in between recordings now, rather than four months. So we are now on <laughs> episode thirty-three. Nosebleed. It is indeed, mate. Unbelievable. Um, I know. Who wore the number thirty-three shirt for Scotland most recently? That is a great question. If I'm Most, asking it, then you must know that someone who, who played with you. I, you was it you? <laughs> was it no, Clive? It Clive, well played, Liam. Yes, You're such a fucking badger with everything. That is really, really fucking <laughs> sad. Eh? I Clive should have played on, more for Scotland, oh. eh? Yeah, he definitely should have played more for Scotland. Mm-hmm. But he was at a stage where it was like. Do I earn the money or do I fill water bottles for the Gloucestershire fucking second team players? Mm. Mm. That's what I, I think that's what it came down to. There is, but yeah, he should, have played, should have played more. Mm-hmm. There is kind of le- I was actually thinking about this today, actually. There is less and less chance of people playing for Scotland and having a job now, isn't it? It's kind of it's kind of all or nothing for the young ones. You Can't say that, me. Liam. You mm-hmm. say that. But somebody told me, and I mean, this is a stark reality. Somebody told me that they were in Weatherspoons around Christmas time and Acre Neil was pouring them a pint. So it just goes to show, you know, how fast things can change. You know, one minute you're playing for Scotland, the next minute you're pouring pints for... Punters in the in the bar on Lothian Road, you know. So it, uh, I think you're probably right in, in general, but uh, but I think the I, I'm not convinced. You know, if you're if you if you're close to not making it, not for a second saying that Adrian's in that boat or anything like that. But the line is so fine, and geez, where's the support for these guys from the from a career perspective? That that, mm. that always worries me because. They've not earned a lot of money and it's hardly the most glamorous of roles. And then, goodness me, you're in your 30s and you've not got a career. It's a really tricky one. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Fair. Okay, boys, we'll move on to... Or did you have something to add there, Hog? No, I'm just uh, unpacking a Kinder Bueno. 
Oh, there he is. True athlete. White we go chocolate, today, mate. White, white chocolate. I was actually working today. No. Again, <laughs> first the uh, yeah, probably the one day of work I'll do for three months, I reckon. Unless I do some caddying. So yeah, I was in the office today, and then I went and played nine holes, splashed it about. Yeah. And came home to a kitchen table full of hen party treats. Megs had been to Costco, heaps of like cans and stuff like that. And so your sister's hearts. Aye, love hearts. Kinder Buenos. It's not something that I'd ever go for in a shop, but what a delight. Nice touch, mate. Nice touch. Right, move on, um, gents. We obviously didn't get time to speak about a few items um, from our first or our returning pod, but I think it's worthwhile that we speak about about this kind of item on the agenda. So it was kind of the whole uh, racism or institutional racism debate has raised its head in the last week or so um, after the new... Chair Anjan Luthra published an update and it kind of uh, lit the fire, shall we say, underneath the kind of running out racism campaign who weren't happy with the update, weren't happy with uh, how things had been progressing or if there had been much progress at all and subsequent resignation of four members on the advisory group. Um. Pete, have you had a wee look at it? Have you done much reading on it? Yeah, look, I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. And I think um, first things first, right, Anjan Lutra has been in this position for six months. Um, I actually thought his report was was pretty good. Um, and actually, when I reflect on kind of the journey that Cricket Scotland have been on since the plan for sport release um way back in the in last summer i mean it's been quite a journey that the, the, the organization with its limited resources have been on in terms of you know having a new chair trying to i think they've put in place professional contracts for women they've without a doubt uh made it clear that they they want to be and they've admitted that they they needed to be more diverse uh in terms of the, their staffing um, and they also needed to be more transparent with their selection. And they made that very clear and, ha- and have tried to make that a bit more clearer over time. So, uh, you know, that, that that seemed very evident. Luther's report, I thought, was pretty comprehensive. It, it displayed the stark reality of cricket in Scotland, which is we have no money. Nobody wants to play us. We have no sponsors of any real significance. And we are massively under-resourced. And we want to achieve so much, not just on the field, but off the field especially when it comes to meeting um, an awful lot of the um, uh, recommendations of, of this report. And, and, uh, and, and it's not, and, 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 and as a result, that's been portrayed as being sort of a box to buy a group, uh, you know, running out to racism. As, as it, the, the message I'm getting loud and clear is that the, the way he's approached things is very much a box ticking exercise. Now, I'm sure there's a lot more to it. I appreciate this, guys, who are far more heavily involved in this. Um, but it's very, very difficult for a guy to make a fundamental difference within six months. And it's, and he, I feel he's been incredibly transparent. You know, we talked about that Antigua trip last time. He's pulled that up with, a, you know, very limited cost out of nothing. That's really, really, really creditable. You know, it strikes me every time Cricket Scotland make a big announcement that 
um, the people who have rep who've, who uh, quite rightly highlighted the issues of racism in cricket in Scotland seem unhappy. It strikes me they want to put, drive the agenda in only one direction. And this is never going to move forward because we've got this logjam where if you are going to accuse Cricket Scotland every time that they make an announcement that they're not doing it the right way, all that does is discredit Cricket Scotland. It means we'll never get any more sponsors. Nobody will want to play us. Nobody will really want to play cricket in Scotland. And, the, you know, the, the, the path moves, the, the whole sort of chain moves on in, in, a, in a negative way. And I'm not saying for a second that means that we can't address racism in cricket in Scotland. I genuinely believe Anjan Luther wants to address it. He really, really does. And I think he's trying to address it. But it, it, it has to be done driven by the board of Cricket Scotland. It can't be driven by other people. Because otherwise, unless those people get onto the board of Cricket Scotland, now maybe they want to, but I don't understand what they want because run out of racism haven't really made it clear what they want explicitly, only with themselves. And that is that makes things very, very tricky because if you're not transparent about what you want to everybody else, then everybody else is just going to think you're being difficult. And that goes almost for both sides of the party um, to some extent as well, because Cricket Scotland in the past have certainly been a bit quieter around their approach to things. But I think they are being more transparent now. Um, but I don't really, I'm really worried about not being able to see a resolution. And it's clearly impacting the players. It's clearly impacting the organisation. And it's clearly impacting everybody involved in cricket in Scotland. And there's a big Twitter debate and there's a few real jokers involved in that. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't know what to make of that um, other than to sort of steer well, well clear of it. But I, I appreciate I've spoken for a long, long time there to try and summarise it, but I don't know what you guys make of that. I think it's a pretty uh, a pretty fair summing up, Pete, from, um, from what you spoke of there. I was doing a lot of nodding as you were speaking. don't know if the sports fans at home will be doing the same. Um, what do you think, Liam? Yeah, I've got I've got a few of those things written down. I just thought it was just like um, it was a bit like a a tennis match. <laughs> Luther serves the ball, running out racism, hit it back. It was just a little bit like refu refuting everything that he was saying, or or a, la a large majority of the points um, that he'd raised. I think a lot of the time it's, it's, he's going to have to try and find his feet. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? Assess the assess the situation. It's not going to be something that you can turn around very quickly. I've got here, give him more time, or allow him more time. Um, obviously, like Pete said, we are not in, in on these meetings. You know, it, it sounds like from from people that were on the inside and have resigned is that they weren't taken seriously. No one seemed to listen to them. It seemed to be a, an agenda item on the the. You know, on the sorry, an item on the agenda that was just, you know, glazed over, wasn't really addressed. Um, Can I just so, might mention something about yeah, that mate. just quickly, Liam? Because yeah, that's mate. a it's, they, they 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 created one of the one of the steps is to creating a a kind of a, a, an advisory board around diversity, equality, and inclusion. And the thing about that is is, geez, after all that's happened. Did they really? It would. It, it, they must have had to prize people to get onto that because you're just sitting. You're a sitting duck if you're going onto that panel, right? Um, in terms of everything that's gone on, and I appreciate people want to make a difference, but the problem is it's an advisory panel. It's not exactly part of cricket. It's part of cricket, but it's also not. So, what can you really achieve? I, 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 I 
it, it was a recommendation, so they've delivered to the recommendation, but I don't think they've got the process in place to be able to know what they actually need to do. And I don't think the people on the board knew what they were mm. needing to do as well. So the whole thing, it, 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 without support, it doesn't work. And, and I don't blame Cricket Scotland because they just don't have the resource to be able to understand what they, what, why they're doing it and what, what its purpose is, I suppose, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that discussion, whatever, that all have, they all have had, it'll be, right, we need to do this, this, this and this. Okay, how are we going to do it? <clears throat> we'll do this, 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 and this. Okay, how are we do it? We're going to how are we going to pay for it? We can't pay for it, and that's why nothing's happened. It comes down to resources, people, resources, money, everything. It's just it's a little organization being held like it's fucking UEFA. It's like I feel really sorry for Anjan Luther. Like this, this six month interim update. I, I can't remember. Well, obviously. I can't remember them releasing things like this before, keeping everyone informed. I think it's a good thing that he's come out and and sort of put out in the open that this is what we're doing, this is how we're tackling things. This wasn't a, an update on the EDI and all the institutional racism. It's an update on the entire like organisation, if you know what I mean. So for them to... I don't even know who was on the on the advisory board for them to all um, jump ship straight away. It's a little bit dramatic. Is it not like give them a chance to sort of get everything organized and give it a go. And I I don't know, surely some other people will want to get on board because they they can't, what they're going to do. They're not going to replace them. Mm -hmm. Surely there'll be four other people who are going to jump on board and what are they going to do? Where are they all coming? Like they all coming from burnout racism or are they, are they external from that? I don't know. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. I, I agree, Hoggy, and I think you know the thing is, is, is as soon as you get social media involved, you get people. You know, yeah, I noticed, it's totally I, I noticed that you know Anwar was involved again, um, sort of referring to Cricket Scotland as being dinosaurs. I'm pretty sure when he referred to them as dinosaurs the first time around, that entire board resigned. So I'm confused. Uh, then they there were celebrations that Anjan was was appointed, and I think everybody was really happy with that. And now they're referring, to, he's being referred to as a dinosaur again, and or, or other people within the institution. And it's 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 just a complete stalemate. Liam, you got it spot on. It's tennis, and it's like, are we just waiting for somebody to not be able to? It's almost like if you can't hit it back, then then the other lot win and they give up. I'm not saying for a second we should give up on trying to deal with racism in cricket in Scotland. That really needs to be dealt with, a hundred percent. And there are obviously issues in relation to that. I think we I think people in general want clarity about the exact incidents of when of when those have happened. <clears throat> I personally have seen incidents of racism happen in cricket in Scotland and they're very unsavory. I think the, the, the people who are very vocal on social media, I think people want to understand more about their incidents of uh, their specific incidents of racism that are really glaring because I think there's a, a bit of debate around those as well. But but the thing is is that we we can't continue this stalemate because the game will go. It will go very fast because it's not uh, a, a majority sport in, in in Scotland. Yeah, like all the <clears throat> all the stuff on Sky Sports News and stuff. No one cares. It's on Sky Sports News. Like <clears throat> I, I've got heaps of mates who don't like cricket. You think that someone would mention, "Oh, that's that racism thing on Sky Sports News again." No one cares. It's like it's not a big enough. No, it's there's not enough there for it to be like fucking hell. That boy's. That 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 in that organization is clearly racist. Do you know what I mean? It's just like mm. 
oh, the, the four people have resigned from a board because Cricket Scotland haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. It just it, it even says in this um, article that Cricket Scotland have handed it over. It's basically it says here to ensure due process and independence. Sports Scotland, Harper McLeod, and Sport Equals are leading on the current phase of the referrals process. So, like, what else is Cricket Scotland supposed to do? Be fucking chasing them to to hurry up. It's uh, it's bizarre. Yeah, I've got I've got written down here. Obviously, the the day that um, Amar Anwar went out with his release in the press, it was in like his connections. It's scary, like how how quick <laughs> things appear on the television and appear in the press. So, obviously, a well connected, strong um, man in his field. But like the thing that gets me with Anwar and his stuff is his knowledge of Scottish cricket is zero. It's absolute zero. I bet he couldn't give you three cricket clubs in Scotland. He couldn't give you three players that play in the national squad. But he's he's driving this agenda and he's getting this exposure out there, um, which you can argue is is good and bad or or bad. But um, it's it's a frightening situation to be in, in in some terms that that he can raise this profile or raise this kind of hysteria around it. Um, um, like you say, Hog, the interview, um, uh, um, one of the one of the guys who resigned from the board, the the reporter knew nothing and was just trying to feed him lines, you know, to get him to say something that would that would give them a headline. And he 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 gave his opinion and didn't really didn't really give them the headline that the reporter was perhaps looking for. But yeah, it just seems to be like there's not an awful lot of time given to turn this around and to try and get these uh, processes in place. I agree. And I think, you know, I, 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 I admire the passion, you know, when, when there is a, a really important cause that needs to be addressed, then the, 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 the very nature of people is to, is to go whole, wholly blinkered towards trying to address it very, very quickly. But the reality, and this happens in everything in life, the reality is it's so much more complex. There are so many more factors in play. And, you know, we, 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 we're trying to be, you know, as best as we can, I think, balanced around this whole matter. And that's the best way to be because there is, you know, when people are saying this has been racist, this has been racist, this has been racist, it's totally understandable for people to feel like that. But it's also important that they understand <clears throat> the perspective of, of addressing it is so much more complex than just going, right, let's hand out bands here. Let's reorganize this here. Let's right. do that. There's so much more to it than that. Um, you know, and, and, and that, and that perspective is really lacking when, when someone like Ame Anwar tweets, because he doesn't, he doesn't, I don't because he's a, I guess he's a lawyer and a very good one by all accounts. He, he, he doesn't consider for a second that it could be any other possible way of sorting it out. And, and actually there are m- many different ways and, and the power and the possession of, of that organization at, at Cricket Scotland, it, it is with the, the likes of, of um, Anjan Luthera right now. And we have to trust him for, for his, uh, you know, and, and those people and, and that trust needs to be given far more time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you touched on it earlier, Pete, but like social media as well. When it when it goes onto social media, there's, there there are um, 
a few a few crazy crazy characters involved in this whole thing that you know you're just shaking your head at what what they're typing on um, social media. Um, one person who yeah. from Cricket Cricket Scotland is not helping. You're right, mate. Uh, one person from Cricket or famous Scottish cricketer John Blaine took himself off social media because he's been obviously we all know involved in this racism now. Um, he did an article uh, or he met with a report uh, recently and an article was put out. I don't know if you guys read it, but it was very dark um, showing his kind of the weight <clears throat> it's had on his shoulders. Um, I think it was 840 days ago he was informed uh, that he was that he had charges from the ECB. Um, but yeah, just, just went to show like it. I've played against Blaney a couple of times. He's a pretty fiery character, a pretty competitive cricketer. Um, but to see like a, a guy like that, how badly he's been affected by it, it's really surprised me, actually. It really shocked me. Um, did you guys mm. get a chance to have a look at it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I read, read I mean, it was it's a desperately sad article to read. And I think this, I hope, sort of under, backs up what I was saying earlier about you can't look at things blinkedly because there is always peripheral peripheral externalities to everything and i'm not saying this is peripheral but with john blaine being accused and there's this he said she said uh type scenario here his mental health i can understand you know uh, his career is on the line um and if you know and he feels that he's he's not done these things and uh, in all my interactions with john blaine I, I, unfortunately i've had quite a few just coaching junior teams and he's coaching obviously the grange team and playing against him and I remember years ago when March used to use, he worked at Loretto and we used to use the sports hall and he would kick around for a while. And he was always very pleasant. And I know he's so well regarded as a coach. And um, yes, he's fiery. And yes, I'm sure, you know, in dressing rooms um, and in camps uh, in the past as a play, he's probably, you know, said his piece. Um, but there's a fine, not a fine line. It, it's you know, it, there's a, there's a big difference actually between saying your piece and being uh, aggressive towards your teammates in the heat of battle, and being a racist. And um, and 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 it's very important we distinguish those two things. Augie, did you read it, mate? No, I didn't read it. I, I read the first start. I didn't. I think I could pay to get through it. Did you? So. I wasn't willing to pay a fiver for it or whatever it was, but it's um yeah, it's scary how someone like Blaney <clears throat> he's probably more in shock than anything. Like strong character, um just probably in shock that how can how can he go from being a like a proper up and coming leading coach? Like I know he was at Grange as their head coach. And what school was he at? Was he at Loretto in it all? He was at Loretto, yeah. 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 But, like, the skill set he had as a, as a coach, obviously from his Yorkshire days, he was, he would, he still will be one of the best coaches going around. And for it to all sort of just be put on hold like it is just now, it is sad. For, for someone who, to be accused of racism, like someone like Blaney, who has coached, he'll have coached hundreds of people, like hundreds of kids, adults as well, of various different ethnicities and things like that. I mean, that Yorkshire team, the the, the Rafik that was um, that's kicked off about that Yorkshire team would have been full of players of ethnic 
minorities and you know different from South Asian backgrounds and things like that. There's there's what you said, Pete, is absolutely spot on. It's it's being aggressive to a player to get their act together and to get the best out of that player and being a racist are it's chalk and cheese. And it's for someone to get upset at someone telling them to fuck off, that's not being racist. Do you know what I mean? And, and for that to for something as, as petty as that to come out and for the ECB, I, I mean, obviously we don't know how he's been charged or how he's been proven guilty, but like, it's just a, it's a, it's a shame. Like, and hopefully, um, hopefully people see sense and, and he gets back to um, doing what he wants to do. Being a, being a fucking quality cricket coach. Yeah, I know he did a bit uh, of coaching yeah. at Hutchie Vale as well. I know he, he did some uh, football stuff. He was quite interested in that as well. But yeah, it just seemed to be very sad. He kind of would been cut adrift and some dark thoughts going through his mind as well. It's awful. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. hopefully, um, hopefully some of the cricketing community or perhaps players Horrendous. I used to play with had, have read it and have uh, reached out and made contact with them. Um, and I think that that's a that's important when we go back to social media. And I think you know, I, I I myself I don't tweet loads, but when I do, if I do, even if it's the most mundane thing, I'll stop and I'll think about uh, do I really need to put this on Twitter? Yeah. And 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 particularly if it's something semi controversial, even if it's in relation to somebody I don't like, or I'm going to say something about somebody else, I always just wonder what if they saw that? What if they? Th- how will they feel? What you know? What will their you know? Would it hurt them? You know? And, and and I appreciate, you know, there are people hurting right now because they feel like they've been, you know, they've, 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 they've had racial incidents against them. And, and that is totally unfair for them. But the, but equally, it's it, two wrongs don't make a right. And I'm not saying that, that you know, that, that, that they're, they're not justified, but it, it's not nice to hurt other people. And I feel like I'm unwise, a bit of a bully at times with, with these things and, and it hurts people. And, and geez, we've seen that exposed there. And I, 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 you know, I, I genuinely, I don't think John Blaine's making anything up there. I'm sure that that's very genuine and it's a very sad thing to see. And I'm looking forward to seeing him out coaching, hopefully at Port Gower this late, uh, later this month, you know, or, or sorry, in April now, but yeah. Yeah. You see, there's so much, uh, like so many, comments and things like that under the article from people who are like all they've got is good things to say about Blaney like and it's I mean it's not just Blaney that's been affected by this obviously there's other Cricket Scotland coaches righty and things like that who have been accused of racism which is just fucking it blows my mind how that how the people can just uh, you're you're being accused of this that's it done you're suspended from your workplace it's fucking mental mental so yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully everything's done properly, and then everything's proved it. And whoever is guilty, they are guilty. Found guilty. That's it. You're they need to guilty. have the right to be able to to defend themselves. Yeah, you know, that's exactly. The most yeah, important. that's what I mean. But yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's just uh, such a shame. I it's tough. Yeah. It's tougher. Like we know all too. I know Blaney well. I know Righty really well. From the environments I've been with them in team environments, either as playing as teammates and as them being my coach, like like it's it's a disgrace that we've been talking about it. It's a fucking joke. Mm. Complete complete joke. 
Yeah, I think you said it in an earlier pod, Pete, about racism. There are no winners, and yeah. um, and and I think that kind of is our point here. Obviously, as even Rafiq's had some awful things said about him and threats to his family and moving, having to move out of the UK and need security, and you know, obviously we we knew about Majid um, struggle with his mental health as well. So, you know, like you say, there are no winners. Or, um, out there when it comes to racism. Mm-hmm. Um, lads, we'll move on a little bit, and this is another sad one, bit of a sad pod, this, lads, but um, Pollock CC, what's going on there? We didn't talk about it last time, but it definitely needs addressed. Um, we, I know myself and Hoggy have had a couple of nice days in the sun uh, at um, Shaw Home, am I right, Shaw Home? Um, but it's... But it's looking like there's going to be no more cricket played there. Weird one, isn't it? Because there was obviously a, a month, probably a month or so ago now, um, there was this big news that somebody had um, somebody had kind of brought out uh, or, or, or somebody had bought the playing fields or, or the landlord <clears> had kind of decided to <throat> not let them hire it anymore. But since then, and the, the, this whole notion of Pollock are going to fold and all the rest of that, there was these big announcements. Then it's all gone quiet, and we thought we were going to hear which sports team had kind of were, were now the new, you know, tenants. But nothing's happened, and it's all gone a bit quiet. And it's a bit worrying because you know I think I just hope they're still playing, and I hope they're still allowed to play there. I've never played at Pollock; it's one of the few grounds I think it's got, and I've never played at. But um, but yeah, no, not good for a big club and uh, uh, a big club like that. But I know they've had a lot of playing issues in the you know in the recent past. A lot of players come and gone in the in the side. And, Sometimes when that happens, I guess you don't have a robust committee that's been able to drive the club forward necessarily. I'm merely spe- speculating in that, um, and that and that might have had an impact, but um, but it shouldn't have done. And they've got a lovely club ha- house there, and, and hopefully it'll get sorted. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, it's a lovely ground, um, and it's kind of set in parkland as well, Pete. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of you're not far from Glasgow city centre, but. Um, feels like you're in the countryside. Quite, uh, yeah, nice ground, a bit of a slope, nice and short, straight. But um, I can't really believe it, to be honest. How like a club? It was something like 143 years of history at that uh, ground, um, and yeah, the rug has been pulled from beneath their feet. I think, allegedly, uh, it's Queens Park a Football Club that are looking for a home, and I've gone there, so they've obviously. A fair bit yeah. of money behind them after their deal at selling out or selling Hamden or whatever the deal was with the SFA regarding Hamden, and I've obviously thrown a bit of money at it, and the uh, landlords gopped and taken the bait. But so yeah, it's a bit sad. It's a bit short notice as well. Like they've literally given them a month or something. Like <laughs> I think they would at least give them this season. But obviously, money talks and. Like the way these clubs are dri- are driven with PR and things, no wonder it's gone quiet. You know, they all held the rumblings and thought, right, let's just say nothing. I looked at the most recent article, and Queens Park uh, refused refused to make a comment on it. Basically, so they're just, you know, trying right. to be- bury a bad story, aren't they? <clears throat> Wait, waiting for the keys to be handed over. Mm-hmm. Sad though. There. Yeah. It is sad, it's like. Mm. I wondered if they'd be able to ground share or do something. You know, there's obviously a lot of clubs in Glasgow to at least keep them open. 
while they try and find a solution. You know, I don't know if there's a, a season that they can work something out with a club nearby. I think, I mean, I remember years ago, Stirling County played a whole season away from home because they were having their new ground done. This is, geez, this is showing my age, but it's just about 2000. <laughs> you, Hoggy, you were kicking around then, I reckon. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah when, when Sajid Ali was their pro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 2005, <laughs> six, I think it was. They, they played every single game away from home. I know that to, to try and... Um, to, to, uh, just just for a season while their new ground was being built but um and obviously it's a lovely facility but it's a real shame if it is queen's park because obviously they've got they're a, they're historically an amateur football institution and there's a huge amount of ties between cricket in scotland amazingly and and the establishment of football clubs in scotland um yeah you know you and so for queen's park i know they've obviously professionalized more recently um, to be doing that, uh, that would be a real shame. And even still, if it's just a footballing facility that they want for their training, surely you can keep the square and then in summer they just play their games. I mean, I, I, it seems bizarre. A lot of cricket clubs do that, you know? I was going to say, yeah. that's where Dundee, Dundee United train on the outfield of St Andrews Uni cricket ground. Yeah. The square's still there. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's pretty, pretty much confirmed, isn't it, that it's Queen's Park? Because at the same time, the Glasgow Rocks, not the Glasgow Rocks. The was it the Scottish Gladiators or whatever they're called now? The basketball team. They mm-hmm. announced that they were looking at building a new twenty million pound facility. Can you fucking believe it? Basketball, Scottish basketball, twenty million pound sports centre. Fuck me. Fuck's sake, basketball um, is the most. But basketball's worse than T ten. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan of basketball, but. Like, you, you come on! There's, there's, there's fucking, there's better, there's better things to be spending twenty million pounds worth, Scottish sport and fucking a basketball court. Um, but yeah, Sai Murray tearing up, show home. Nah, he's he's Bad. jumped ship, mate. He's at Ross County now. Oh, so he is. Ah, but he was firing him in for Queens Park. That's what it says. Own coil, the manager. Aye. Yeah. More than capable of getting them into the Premier. It's going to be between them and Dundee, but they're, yeah. they're ahead. Can we end this pod on a happy note? By like yes, maybe. mate. Let's go go for it. Give us something to smile I about. I don't know. Please. I have. No, I don't really have a happy note. Only in so much as the cricket season's not far around the corner. Um, <coughs> pre season's coming up. Um, Liam, your health back, kinder so buenos. you're going to be. You're going to be. You've got a load of Quint Kinder Bueno there, Hoggy. But I mean, I mean, Liam, what's your pre pre season planning looking like right now? Um. How are we looking, Pete? Well, I think weather-wise, our groundsman just started back to work this week, so we're a bit sharp to go out on the uh, square. Um, so last week we did jobs around the club, got the nets up. What else are we up to? Uh, changes tidied out, cleaned, you know, stuff binned that needed binned, um, power washed, the decking. Uh, got some photos, actually, some gifts, lads, yeah. That's right, mm-hmm. gifts, mate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> on our green screen. Uh, so that was that. Oh, was actually quite what? Decent. those things! Oh, yeah, wow, it's good actually, but we'll probably never <laughs> use them. But they have been done. Um, oh. What else are we up to? So probably going to play a game between ourselves on the eighth. So weeks are hard day, and then we've got friendlies 15, 16, 22, 23, First league game twenty ninth. So hi, we're in good shape. Just you wait and see Strathmore, the SPCU champions in 2023. It's a big ask. It's a big ask. 
But we've got uh, a young overseas uh, amateur. He had his visa approved yesterday. Has the papers in hand, so we'll be booking. He'll be booking his flight soon. So the next AB de Villiers, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, actually, well, I've still got a little bit of time. There's here's one for you. Well, obviously, we can do our uh, kind of preview pods coming up for East and West, but. Um, Here's a tip for you. Tian Britt, who was our amateur last year, he's going to be at Meagle this year. Um, they've also oh taken our big quick Sammy Ejaz and they've taken the spinner from Gordonians, young lad Adi Hegde. So there's my tip. I think Meagle will be... Sneaky good. Yeah. They yeah I think they might Prem be a surprise now? package. Yeah, they're in the Prem, Pete. I Ooh. think they'll be comfortably mid-table. And when I think, they win the Prem last time, they were the team that made my bowling look really good. So I, I'm, I, I, maybe I'm making it... Uh, but they sound like they're a lot better. Mate, <laughs> if you win, toss and bowl at Meagle, you've got, you've got every chance of bowling a decent set. Correct. Just go and look at the old scorecards. <laughs> I, but uh, yeah, Tian Britt's all seriousness. Cracking batsman. He will score runs of plenty in that league. Good tip. I'll get some money on it. <laughs> yeah. <Scott's> <laughs> <laughs> um, so that Sammy Ejaz will do well in that league, I reckon. Yes, mate. He's been training Bet, with uh, the Saka squad and really, really coming on over the winter. So, yeah. Yeah. Big Sammy will do well. Addy's a good player. He's young. He must be maybe 15, 16. A bit older now. I think about 18. Think he... mm, I, no, I don't think so. You think okay, he's don't. 18? We'll do a research. We'll come back to you because we've got our preview pods to do. But anyway, thanks for your time, boys. Cheers. Have a good one. Fucking hell. Oh, thanks very much, <laughs> boys. <laughs>